Welcome back. Oh, wait. Duval, the loser. <laughs> to the Beers Watch Podcast, episode 164. Sorry, I forgot about the cracks, even though we just talked about it, because we had a little snafu the first time recording uh, our beer cart races. It's happened to us before when before we were recording. We're literally, what, about a half a lap in, the 64 just took, you know, just ate it. So we had to run it. Duval had just finished his beer. Yep. <laughs> and we had to run it back. It'll all be on our, you know, video, which you can catch on our YouTube channel. And, yeah, go subscribe to that. But, yes, yeah, Beers Watch Podcast, episode 164. Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in a basement. It is me, Jacob Rowland. Follow me on social medias at Nation, Twitter and Instagram. On for the podcast, the Beards Watch podcast on Facebook, then the Beards Watch on Twitter and Instagram. Then our YouTube is They See Me Rolling. It's got our brewery reviews. It's got our burial cart races. It's got our dance videos that we did a couple years ago. Good and then this year, uh, as long as we can do it and people are here, we're going to do some reactions to any of the Panthers plays, live reactions, kind of like we did our Game of Thrones reaction videos. So, you know, Gano missing a kick. Or it could be this new guy, Sly, missing a kick, because I think there's a little something there since yeah. Gano's not kicking. We'll get into that a little bit later. But, yes, go f- subscribe, like, and find us the podcast, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, all that good stuff, Stitcher. And that's, yeah, go buy a T-shirt if you want to buy a T-shirt. Ooh, got a little thunder in the background, storm going on. We'll pass it off. Jeez, man, how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. Hanging in there. I think this might be... The fifth week in a row you've been over here with Carolina Cat on. Probably. We'll have to go back to the video evidence now yeah. that we have that, yeah. But work going long, good. It was a long day of work because we were shorthanded, but yeah, long day makes it go by fast because you can't stop to check your watch every okay. five seconds. But, All right. So does it, but does that make it like a short day then? Makes a little bit of both. Okay, fair enough. You got a long day because I didn't get out of work till 6.30, got there at 8. Okay, so, Ooh, all right, fair enough. But we might work a little OT though. Yeah, that's always but, good. But uh, y'all can find me at Jeeves nineteen eighty eight on Instagram and Twitter. All right, and Duval uh, Salty. Yeah. Uh, thanks again, man. This is I think week three that I've been here. Yeah. Um, well, no, like I said I, I count on you and Jeeves to basically almost always be here unless yeah. I tell you not to be because <laughs> I know it, it's as we know now this is going on to our th- three years doing the beards watching Duval. You dabbled in your own podcast for a little bit. It's tough to be consistent yeah. week in and week out, even once a month, just because we're all getting older and we got different things it's pulling out our yeah. lives and telling us what you know what we should do and all that stuff so yeah i appreciate y'all being here and dedicated and helping out so oh man no problem man you know i'm right up the street so yep. man if i can i will um if you're looking for me my instagram is just duval um my twitter is rod versus duval all right and first timer been trying to get him on for the past couple years but again as we're adults everybody's got adult things <laughs> and school hasn't been back in full session yet so I wanted to get him on before school fired back up, but known him since, golly, I want to say maybe middle school, high school, I think. And then your his mother was one of my teachers. And then, yeah, then hung out, you know, during college, post-college. We're all still around the same area. Josh Kearns, man, how you doing? Everything's good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So, uh. If people need to find you and you want to be found on social media, oh god, I gotta look it up. That's yeah. how that's how bad it is. I, I think your I think your Twitter up. and Instagram are the same. I don't think I've been on Twitter since Twitter came out. No, 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 no. This and this is gonna sound stalkerish because I do this every before every podcast to make sure people are on it. Your Twitter's like JL Kearns fifty eight, and you did retweet something back in May. I think it was like the Win Panther tickets. Oh yeah, well, I mean, that's why. It's <laughs> for Panthers tickets. I'm all over it. So that's you don't even count that as a tweet. You're no. just like you know, was... that might be his only tweet. <laughs> yeah, it really might be. It's true. I think it's JL Kearns. Yeah. on Instagram. Okay, I'm sure that's what it is. I'll get back to you on that. Later. No worries. So what you been up to, man? Just teaching. Yeah. Being married. Yeah. That's How long you been married? Coming up on three years in November. 
Wow. All right. Yeah. 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 She hadn't wised up yet, so. Let's <laughs> you got to always keep them guessing, man. Yeah, absolutely. They said don't get up to figuring out, whoa, whoa, what am I doing with this cat? Here, <laughs> absolutely. You know? As long as she's laughing, I feel like I'm, I'm keeping her around long Absolutely. Time. So, you've got a little one on the way. Ooh, on the way. We're right. almost, yeah. 37 weeks on okay. Friday, so. So, when's the due date? September 13th. Okay. Friday the 13th. Oh, so, oh wow. Yeah. Bad well, luck coming back to pay me back for all I did. <laughs> yeah, well, girl? Little girl. Oh, so man. really coming back to pay oh, me back. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's interesting, too, because you grew up with all brothers. All brothers. <laughs> so this would be kind of your first. Let me first, tell you this. Yeah. 1952 yeah. was the last Kearns girl. Really? Now, there's my stat. Yeah. I'm not good at math. My mom's the math teacher. That's right. 1952. <laughs> okay. So, what is that? That's 60, 70, almost 70 60, years. Almost yeah. 70 years right around there. Yeah. Wow. That so, so the family's excited then? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I got ancestors and grandparents rolling over in graves. They're so excited. So, yeah. <laughs> My my cousin Daniel just had a little girl. Okay, uh, about three months ago. Years. Sixty-seven years. years. There, there it is. Geez, with the math, come up. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Calculate yeah. on the phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that counts. Yeah. And my cousin Daniel had a little girl, and now we're having a little girl. So they broke the curse. Now we're having a little girl, and then my other cousin, who's a Kearns, is having a girl too. So wow. I'm a little nervous. Some in the water. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be nothing but girls. It's gonna be nothing but girls for sixty-seven years. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That'd be a wild uh, flash back, flash forward, or something. Be insane. Trying to even the scales. Like right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So how's that? How are you feeling coming up? Like you say, you're about three weeks out. What's yeah. what's going through your mind? Um, you know, it's weird because I feel like. She is all connected and nesting, and, yeah. And I don't know. I'm like, kind of just waiting. Yeah. I, I, you know, I know this is a bad analogy, but it feels like watching the preseason game. Yeah. Okay. I mean, really, it's, you're like, yeah. I'm excited for football. Yeah. But it doesn't really count. Yeah. Fair so enough. The nursery. I mean, I'm excited for the kid. It doesn't. It's not, I'm not there yet, but yeah. I know everybody tells me soon as soon as that kickoff comes and I'm holding that baby. Yeah. It'll, it'll be all fleshing it at once. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how you feel. I mean, because it, it hits you because, you you know, you, you see outwardly from your wife the baby growing. And then you see inside when they go into the, uh, what you call it, ultrasounds and all that stuff. But, yeah, until you actually, you know, to me it was one of those, I never, like, my, my sister was born, I was like six or seven years old. So you don't remember that hospital experience at that yeah. time. You know, I just yeah. remember kind of going in, seeing my mom, seeing my sister. And they don't necessarily do the... Like all the babies in the one room, and you point them out, they yeah. keep them pretty with the mom the whole time. Because I okay. think there's a lot of issues with people stealing babies or getting them confused and stuff. Oh, okay. But so that to me is where it really hit was like my wife was like about five or six days late, and most of the times with first firstborns they are late. Yeah, it's just kind of how it goes. Unless there's something that's happened, or yep. you get lucky and it goes early, or you go on time, you yeah. know. Yeah. And so, but then she, you know, I've told the story on podcast, you know before but then we went in and she pushed for hours and he was upside down and all this stuff so she had to do a c-section so that was the wild part and then like i said once they it's just wild seeing those the doctors we had it was like they were so laid back but it was so you know how like when you watch football yeah. and those are the best of the best yeah. seeing like a doctor perform like a seat the doctor the group out there perform c-section it was like art because mm-hmm. like they've got music on in the background they're very they're they have that confidence, but not like overly cocky. The confidence, but also the coolness of I've done, I've been here before. This isn't my first time. I'm ready to rock. And they're cutting a human being open, pulling guts and stuff out, and then pulling a baby out. So it's like Tom Brady fourth quarter. Yes, exactly. Like, that's it. Dicing it up. Yeah, that's that's okay. it. Okay, okay. And so then you're just sitting there and like because they've got like the music playing in the background and they're just kind of a couple of them are like singing along and. It's just like boop boop, and then baby comes out. They, you know, wipe it off, hand it to dad, and then I knew I had to cut the umbilical cord because I didn't want to catch the hell from my wife the rest of my life. Oh, you couldn't even cut the umbilical cord. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like her. Yes, exactly. Like, no, I'm in there. Even though I, I, I was a little, I'm a little woozy on the blood and stuff like that. I was like, no, no, I'm gonna. Yes, man it up. It's okay. She just got her whole stomach cut open and pushed for hours and hours and stuff. Did that, and then like you said, you, you see your, your kid laying there. They they weigh him, and then you hold him, and you just like you know you just get overwhelmed with emotion, and then you just start realizing like, okay, now there's like now it's the big boy pants. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's no more just thinking about when you make a decision. 
It was just thinking about yourself. And then you get married, you, you think about, okay, what will my wife, and you talk with her about it and stuff. And now it's like, okay, well, what would we want, but also how's it going to affect yeah. this this little person in the mm-hmm. world? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that kind of goes into it. You get an adjustment period there with figuring out when to use the babysitters, a.k.a. the parents and stuff. And Because you're, you're close enough still with oh, your yeah. parents, so... We are too. I'm yeah. ten minutes away, and her, my wife's are forty five. It's, 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 it's no, to me, it is. It's it's one of the greatest cheat codes. Yeah, no doubt. I've ever come across <laughs> as being close to parents when having a kid, because it's just like sometimes, like I said, you just get that quick thing. You're like, you know what? We just need to kind of like, uh, let's just say like G's birthday, Duvall's birthday, and they just want to run out, and it'll just be easier for us to drop our kid off for two hours at their house. We just did it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our friend yeah, Derek yeah. had his, his uh, Fulonia, yeah. and we needed somebody. My mom was in town. She just kind of came over. It was a couple hours. We got back by like eleven, and then it was good to go. So yeah. it is the greatest cheat code. So definitely, but you also got to make sure you don't overuse it because you don't then want to feel like. Oh, my mom's gonna charge me. I already know. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, she will not. No, that's she, no. she won't. She won't she the first couple of times. Maybe not the first couple, but <laughs> she's a math teacher. She knows the numbers. <laughs> she, she's gonna be charged. Yeah, but see, numbers. once she hits that, is this her first grandchild? It is. See, oh, so you're you're yeah, 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 she, she's talking a big game now, but, you know, once yes. she's here, absolutely. I don't know, maybe that, all that tune will because change. Because the same thing with how we, you would all, we all feel like you've seen your first kid and any kid after that or whatever, is a replica of them with their first grandchild and, and grandchildren in a way. Yeah, it's yeah. even better for them because they get to then drop them back off to you. They're all cool. It's like their kid, but not really. And they can, they don't, they don't necessarily have to discipline as much. They just kind of spoil them. Oh yeah. Hang out with them for five, six hours. And like, all right, you can do the rest. <laughs> yeah. And that's there. Like I said, I've never seen my dad happier than like hanging out with my son. Like, I was like, I was like, who is this guy? So he was he was that happy with you and Drew. So yeah, but it, he was a, like I said, not responsibility. Exactly, well, well, okay, responsibility. Okay. It's not fun. Exactly, and, and, and it it's wasn't fun. to say like he was a, he was a bad dad or nothing like that. It was just more of a you gotta have that stern father just stuff. You know what I'm saying? Now it's not, and when you get older, yeah, it's more you hang out with your parents more like friends than anything. Once you yeah. get older, a certain age. Yeah. But I never really like as a kid, especially you don't remember the small small times, you know. Yeah. But I just never seen him light up so much and just do fun and silly things like. What in the world? Like, Luke's gotten away with so much more than I'm thinking, like, me and my brother and sister could never get away with <laughs> <laughs> So. Even though at that age, you were getting away with a lot, too. True. So, true. <laughs> but it's just, a, it's a different glow in their eyes, you know? Yeah. Because no one's really seen in, in a family. I know, like, you see, in ours, we hadn't, the last baby was my sister, and she's 23 now. Yeah. So they didn't really have, like, a baby that was in our family family. Besides my, my cousins or my aunts had had one or two, but that's been... 15 years ago so it's been a while in the family to see a newborn that was they can call their own kind of thing so yeah so you feel like you're prepared you feel like you got everybody asks that yeah my answer is always this I'm ready to see how unready I am yeah so you know I feel like I'm like a 7 out of 10 like I'm I'm 70% ready yeah so I'm just interested to know like within the first couple weeks like am I sitting at a 90% 90% like I'm crushing this yeah am I 70 like I thought or am I like 20% I'm pulling my hair out I have no clue what I'm doing yeah so I'm just ready to get in the game how, how the many weeks you get off for oh man that's a whole thing so I got to use days technically yeah. we get 12 weeks yeah. which is a ridiculous amount of time but you have to use the days you have yep. so before you can get uh, into that 12 weeks right well it's it's whatever day I use is paid and then if I only have, like, I only have 10 days because I just moved to the charter school. Yeah. So I only have 10 days. So if I use anything past 10, they don't pay me for it. So, oh, okay. Uh, but I, I'll probably use a week, two weeks. And yeah. Then, uh, I think her mom will come in and, and be with her. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it's like then the benefit is, is you being a teacher, so you get off, what, 3, 4 o'clock at the latest? Oh, yeah. Well, so, football practice, I'll oh, well, probably well, about 6. Yeah. But that makes it a late night. But. Yeah. But then you will have summertime to at least hang so out. Have, yeah. so that, so and then you've got the winter cool. breaks and stuff like that. So that's on sports, everything. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, hopefully this year I'll be a three three sport coach. So football, basketball, and golf. Well, yeah, do you want to make your pitch? Because I know you always put that on social media about if you need coaches. That is true. We do need some coaches. I think we need a middle school baseball coach if anybody's looking. Uh, I, I need an assistant basketball coach. Do I'm all looking for one of those? Well, like number charter, man. It's middle school. There you go. Basketball is the one sport I can say looks like it's supposed to in middle school. 
Every all the other sports. I mean, really, you got some ballers at basketball, but every other sport, it's like, what are they playing? (laughs) Football practice today, you're like, I I don't even know how to explain it. It's just just like chaos everywhere. I don't know. It's crazy. But yeah, middle school tennis, assistant basketball, and baseball. Those are the three we're looking for. So, all right, Duval, sleep on it. Yeah, <laughs> that itch to the tennis We got a couple good tennis players too. Then Ben I played tennis for yeah. a couple. You over here signing people up when you're here, you there, Ben yeah. Sidak. <laughs> All right, Duvall's got a little itch now. Let's see if he can scratch it. We'll see. Oh yeah. man, that's tough, man. Yeah. I, I love the game of basketball, but it's fun. Yeah, I had, good, I had a good. Uh, it was a good year last year. I think we went like ten and eight, so it wasn't terrible. We started out real slow. But it was coaching. It was me. Yeah. Oh, oh it was, man. I, I was getting all. I had all these ideas, and then you get out there and you realize you got to take it back. Yeah. Fundamentals, yeah. fundamentals, fundamentals. Yeah. All of a sudden, after we start doing fundamentals, oh, look, we're winning games. Yeah. We're winning the Christmas tournament and all this stuff. Man. Yeah. Right after that. Fundamentals will beat you every time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's always like you say. You you feel like these kids know more than they know. Mm-hmm. And then you get them out there and you're like, okay, let's just they go back to basic layups. Yeah. 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 You try to like, so you draw up pick plays, you draw this, and then you realize, wait, let's just get to the layups, a set shot, yes. a little jump shot, yes. and just Most move without the ball. Yeah. And then, yeah. if y'all can move without the ball and then get open, we, then we can start drawing some plays. But yeah. Because right. the issue, like, I would always, I coached back in the day, like the Upward Church League and stuff. Yeah. And it was just always, every kid wanted to just run to the person with the ball and be like, give me the ball, give me the ball, give me the ball. It's like, no, everybody's just spread out, spread, spread out. it out. Yeah, Let's yeah. go. And then once you get that down, you know. But yeah, it can be tough. Yeah, it is. It is. It's fun. I mean, we just went back to fundamentals, and yeah. everything ended up being a lot better then. These kids are great at recess ball and street ball, and but man, one on one, they'll beat anybody. They're great. I had yeah. some really talented kids, but when you put them on a team of five against another team of five. All hell breaks loose. So. <laughs> <laughs> Understanding that you know you have to actually be away from the ball to get the ball. Yeah. It's like a mind-blowing concept. <laughs> so let me ask you this. As you're coaching, how much of it, how focused do you have to be? Because I know at some point you got to let Oh, all the time. Like, so it's like, yeah. it's like, all the time. That's probably one of my biggest weaknesses as a teacher. But it might also be one of my greatest strengths. Is, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, don't take, I don't take it all too seriously. Luckily, I'm PE. You know what they say. Those that can't do teach, those that can't teach, teach PE. So, <laughs> you know, I, we laugh all the time. We, we try to have a good time. As long as they're getting what they need to get done, we can have a good time. So, wait, how did you end up in PE? Because I remember at the beginning of college, you went like, you kind of did like a, the big snake of just different things. Like, at one point, were you going to the Air Force? Yeah. And then that didn't work out, and then you were popping from oh, Presbyterian to potentially UNCG, then the Charlotte, then the... Yeah, Give a so, quick little quick and dirty for anybody. Like, wh- You ever seen Tommy Boy? Yeah. A lot yeah. of people go to school for 10 years. Yeah. They're called doctors. Yeah. Nobody calls me a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Presbyterian College freshman year, went in civil engineering just because it sounded cool. I guess I was, you know, it saw the money signs. And then a little too hard, partied a little too much. Came home to UNC Charlotte uh, just because I just wanted to be in school. And then after being at UNC Charlotte, finally figured out what I wanted to do. Wanted to teach, wanted to teach PE. They didn't have a PE program. USC Greensboro, believe it or not, actually has one of the top PE programs in the nation. A really good kinesiology program. So yeah. transferred over there, and uh, credits got all screwed up. And you know, guys, not this. You, your advisors tell you to take a class, you take it, and then halfway through, they tell you, "Oh, that's that's not going to count towards anything. It's yeah. just credits." And so at seven years later, finally, I uh, got a <laughs> PE degree, and that's just kind of how it went. So okay, all right. Hmm. And you love it? Oh, I love it. Yeah. I don't work a day in my life. I don't work a day in my life. Okay. I mean, I go, I play basketball. Only days I would say I work are the days that I play a little too hard, I come home sore, which is getting more and more lately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But, yeah. okay. but yeah. yeah, I mean, I get my seventh and eighth graders, we get out there, we play some ball, and fifth and sixth grade, we do a little health, but I cheat, and I bring them into the gym and say fitness is a part of health, so we work out and play some games. It's, there you go. It's fun. We have a good time. Now, do you remember this, I would say, hot take at the time? So we, we could transition over to a little Panthers here. Back after the Panthers drafted Cam Newton, I remember that summer we were out playing Seafield ball, and you made the statement. I don't know why I remember this because I think it was so crazy at the time. You think they should have taken A.J. Green 
so they can pair Clawson with AJ Green. Do you ref- do you remember saying that? I don't remember. You don't. That. <laughs> no, you don't. God no. Would I'm you- gonna say that was fake. That wasn't me. No. <laughs> <laughs> You, that was all fake. <laughs> did I remember you say, yeah, they could take an A.J. Green in the in the first, a first overall. We could at least give him Clawson one more year and da-da-da-da, taking whoever else in the second or whatever. Well, we didn't have a second that year because we had traded it because Ernie's an idiot anyway. But um, so you don't recall that at all. I don't, but but looking back, I was excited about Clawson. I really was. Yeah. And, and even to this day – I almost wish he would have gotten a better shot. I feel like our O-line was so bad at the time. I wonder what he would have done with a decent O-line. I know people would roll their eyes at that. Yeah. But, I mean, because he was oh, – God, yeah. he was awful. He was. But I just wonder – you know, A.J. Green still to this day, other than the injuries, is, yeah. is an elite receiver in the league. He does things sometimes that, other than Odell, just absolutely blow my mind. Yeah. yeah. But, Julio. Yeah. Julio, yeah. Julio, <laughs> Odell. And, I mean, honestly, A.J., I know there are other receivers out there, but he's like that – him and Keenan Allen, they're like the most underrated receivers in the league. Nobody yeah. ever really talks about the two of them. Well, Keenan Allen stays hurt. That's the reason why. He's the same with AJ Green. Yeah. 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 He's hurt now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. he is. They both are hurt right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Always. Yeah. They're always hurt. Yeah. Yeah. hurt too. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So, I, I mean. AJ I hurt his foot against the Panthers last year. Yeah. Was his foot or growing? Yeah. Something. Yeah. I don't know. Something, something else. He got hurt in like first week of training camp. All right, I just want to know if wow. you remember that. I don't. Okay. I don't, but I really do. I remember. Sitting in an apartment in Chapel Hill, watching us draft Jimmy Clausen, and like running out of the apartment, screaming it with joy, thinking he was like the savior of Carolina. <laughs> yeah, well, you know that. And that, then somehow that, that day, you were yeah. God, I almost think anybody we would have drafted. So to that point, the, the next year, how were you when we drafted Cam? Where were you? Because I can tell you, me, I was in the gym playing basketball, and I looked at my phone. And you I weren't watching? No. I was, yeah. oh, no, no, no. I was shooting ball, man. Basketball. Basketball. The basketball. I, I was shooting ball, and I was looking. I was like, and at the time, I was t- I was texting Justin. I was like, yo, I hope I talked to him the whole way. Around. I've always sat down for the ever since I can yep. remember watching the draft. I've sat down and watched What's it the first round. Really? Yeah. Back then, it was two days. It was yep. Saturday, Sunday. But see, the problem was was like at that time I couldn't pull it up on my phone. So I could just get the alerts, and I was just looking. So I was like, I was like, playing so, ball. Well, it was April, so like we were about to graduate college. Yes, I was shooting ball. I remember I was at a church. I was shooting ball. I yeah. will never forget it. And then I was like, please let us get Cam. I didn't want nobody else. I didn't want you was more else. doing your mind games, and you didn't want to watch it in case something funny Yeah, and then if you got somebody were. stupid, I'd be yeah. mad. See, and, you know, I, yeah. So, but, yeah. So where were you, and what were your thoughts when we got Cam? Versus you, the year before, you were running around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, that went from love to hate within what, like three games. I mean, it was. <laughs> yeah. He was so bad. It was, he was so bad. The other thing that it's just back to your to play not the devil's advocate, but that season was just by coaching and GM standards was Everything terrible. Was bad. Yeah, yes. because yeah. John Fox wanted an extension, and, and Richardson was like, "Nah, let's see what happens." And then he was like, "Okay, here's double middle fingers. I'm gonna start Brian St. Pierre as well yeah. instead of your second round pick, Jimmy Clausen, because he didn't want Jimmy Clausen at all as oh. well. Yeah, so yeah. he was just like, "Well, I'm the coach. I can start whoever I want." And then at some point, you had to because it was like you started Brian St. Pierre, you started Matt Moore, and they've all gotten hurt. Like, come on, man, you can't just keep avoiding it. Yeah, I mean, it was. Dude, it's terrible around. That was that was kind of my thing. Was I, I feel like he landed in such a bad situation. Yeah. And confidence is so key in the NFL. Like you, you just you got to know your capabilities. Yeah. And I just wonder if we just like there was some coal, there was some ember there, and we just doused it in water. And he just you know he could have been something and he wasn't. Who knows? I, I mean that's playing the what if game. But yeah. uh, at the end of the day, obviously. I wanted Cam. I mean, at that point, when you watch college football, it was like watching Michael Vick back in the day. I mean, yeah. there was not a more exciting player on the football field yeah. than Cam. And he came out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Out of, <laughs> out of nowhere. Nobody knew what Blinn College was. What is yeah. that? And then nobody was paying. Auburn was unranked at yeah. that time. Well, that was the thing is the two seasons before and after Cam, they were like 7-9. and nine, Or whatever it was. Yeah, so it's, it's one of those things where it literally, I mean, he got that coach paid. Yes. Because then a couple oh, years later, he just fired. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then Chizik went to Carolina. 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 But then it, even if you look at, I mean, the player, like Nick Fairley was the only other like NFL caliber player mm-hmm. who was drafted like 10th overall by the Lions. He was a tackle. And he's washed and out. the Panthers took Lee Zimba, an offensive tackle, from Auburn in like the seventh round. So there's three players that were actually drafted from that whole team. 
I mean, that's just what's bizarre. Usually you think of great college teams. There's at least a couple guys. Yeah. That, His whole team was trash. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, it, whole team yeah. was it was all came. Like, and, yeah. and then they beat Alabama. Like, Oh, well, coming back down 24-3. You don't beat yeah. Alabama like that. Yeah, and they had Martin Ingram. Like, they were loaded. Yeah. Mark Barron, yeah. like, that team was stacked. Yeah. There's way more NFL players still around. Yeah. From Alabama, that, that team, than all. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Team, so. it's very but, yeah, but I, on the Jimmy Clausen thing, I I get where you're like, you, maybe if he had a chance, but it's also one of those things where it, it's similar. You've seen it with the Browns have kind of done it and the Cardinals. If you really don't want your team to get to that, one spot, you better try to win some games. Yep. Sometimes, yes, football is not all one person. We get that. Yeah. But if you play good enough, and would if he would have shown something, and literally, I think what we were two and fourteen, yep. and the Broncos behind us, I think were three and thirteen. So if he wins one or two games, every whoever was up first, the be it the Broncos, be it the Bills, they were all going to take Cam at one. I yeah. mean, because they all needed quarterbacks at the time. Yeah. The Broncos. Hadn't gotten Tebow or just had I don't know who they had had there. But still, you weren't going to not. Yeah, you, exactly. And the Bills said if he would have slid it in, they were going to take him. I mean, the top, the Cardinals, no one in the top had a QB, yeah. and he was far and above. I mean, because then Gabbard and Ponder, I think Ponder went seven, and then Gabbard went like eleven. Yeah, so yeah, right. Sounded right sounded um, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely imagine us falling and we would have drafted somebody like that. That's what I'm saying. It, it, or, or, I mean, at that time, if they would, they felt like they would. Well, and to your point, if we'd have won a few more games, they would have felt like, okay, we're going to give another cost another only, shot. Yes. They would have got Von Miller. Or, and that is, or that's like, the only thing. The only bad thing about it, if you look at that 2011, that's one of the greatest drafts of all time. time. Yes. Because it, it has Cam, A.J. Green, Patrick Peterson, um, Julio, Julio Jones, yep. and Von Miller, uh, what's the name Marcel Darius. Uh, gosh, what's his name? My man who plays for Houston. He was in the draft, too. J.J. Watt was in the draft, too. Watt was, like I said, that draft yes. has got, like, in the top 15 to 16, has just got pro bowlers and all pros and Hall of Famers. All, all, all of like, yeah. It's, it's yeah. unreal. So, you would have hoped they would have, you know, ended up, because I know they were saying they really liked, obviously, Von Miller, yes. Patrick Peterson, A.J. Green. It came down to almost Cam... Vaughn, and I want to say either AJ Green or Patrick Peterson or something. But there's no way you were going to take Patrick Peterson number one. You weren't going to. I mean, could you take taken Vaughn Miller? Yeah, but yeah. the key with Pat, well, the, the thing is with Vaughn is they were saying at the time we ran a four three and he was more of a three, three four, four outside yep. guy. Yep. Yeah. But again, if you get to the quarterback, you get the quarterback. Patrick Peterson was he can punt return, kick return, and then he's going to shut, shut, shut down. down. And that was the thing with. He was like the Dion. He was the Dion Sanders. Yeah, that's why it would vault him up in the top as well. And AJ was just like you said, the, one of the best receivers. Yeah. And, out then, and then yeah. the Falcons traded up to get Julio. Yeah, yeah. And you yep. see how that worked out. Yeah, for yeah. And everybody thought they were crazy. At the time. Yeah, nope. I thought they were crazy. I was like, not believe what they gave up for Julio. And yeah. now it's like, they they but it, it makes sense straight. because, like, I mean, he okay. he tested so well and yeah. like his measurables, and you know, with yeah. analytics in the NFL now, it's just like NBA too. But like, yeah, yeah. So Overall, yeah, that's true. Let's let's fast forward this preseason. Third game coming up in a couple days. I was at the one the other day, by the way. Me and my dad. Please tell me you pay for tickets. Fuck oh, no. Okay, I'm <laughs> Somebody, somebody. Uh, I, I'm sorry for that phone. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. Somebody offered Jerry Anna like, "Hey, we've got two tickets." Uh, $150 for both of them. And I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding. And, and she's, it she's, one player. exactly. She, I mean, she's bright enough. She didn't even have to, have to ask me. She was like, yeah, I told him no. I was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, but they said there's, there's a parking pass with it. She's like, lady, I'm not going for the parking pass. It's preseason. I must spend $150 on two tickets for the preseason. Nah, like, no. no way. I was like, yep, that's the smart move. We'll sit here on the couch and be good with it. Yeah, so, man, no, no. And especially with the performance. So, all together, I don't know. Y'all have seen, so you've seen the new jerseys. <laughs> what? I, they every time you tweeted about it, I was like, damn, he's right. Yes. Some numbers yes. are big. And you know that they're new. No. No. Okay, so you need to dive in. The first time they tried it out there, I listen, now I'm a I'm a, a jersey fanatic. I pay attention, especially the Panthers jerseys, I dive into. I worked at Pro Image, I dealt with all the jerseys, and even when they went from the old logo to the new logo, they stayed pretty consistent with yeah. what it yeah. was. The panther on the side was painted on. The numbers were stitched on. It was all cloth and all that good stuff. I knew the colors and this. So when I saw those ones, I was like, wait, the panther on the side's a patch, which is usually their in-between jersey. And then the numbers, like, depending on the size of the player, the, the numbers, numbers are huge. huge. Or the numbers so, like, small. the numbers for a defensive end they look, on the shoulder look fine. But then, like, Christian McCaffrey – 
Obviously, he's got a smaller jersey. His 22 looked like a Pop Warner 22, and there's all this white space on it. It looks like they took a a youth jersey and put the youth jersey numbers here, and they don't don't match. The only thing I can think is maybe, just maybe, they're just testing these, and these jerseys, they're all going to be the same come season. I hope. Now, now, like I said, I'm not in the, the locker room. I'm not doing any printing of the jerseys. But I'm hoping that because the first thing is, is I didn't notice it until you said something. Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, that is weird." Because see, I, and that's funny because I was texting with Nate, and Nate was like, "Are you drunk? What are you smoking over there? Those jerseys aren't different." And then it was the it was the first preseason game, and finally the Panthers tweeted out on their official Twitter account, "Have, have you noticed some at of the jerseys?" jerseys. So I thought it was just the patch for the twenty-five no, years. No. That's what everybody was confused, and they, they so it's something like I guess the Pro Bowl jerseys were made like this, is the same material, and players came back and raved about them, and I guess they're lighter and all this and that. But for some reason, any like I feel like sometimes Nike, anything that's lightweight and should look more expensive, is made so much more cheaper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let's think about so it. Cheap. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> These past two preseason games, we've had at least one play in each game where a player has had their jersey pulled and ripped. When's the last time you can remember in a Panthers game, like Jake DeLome's pants ripped over. That was his pants that ripped open his butt showed. When's the last time you've seen a player like hold on a jersey like we are in the backyard with a cotton shirt? And, and the players still take off and it's stretched. And, and you can oh, argue wow. that not even just with the Panthers, but with any team, they keep them tighter That's what I'm so saying. to avoid holding and uh, to avoid stuff like oh, that. But, but now these jerseys, are they're still tighter, but they seem like they've got – they're not – they're more stretchy to where now a player can hold on to it and yep. pull you down. Yep. It's almost at a disadvantage. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, and, and I'm going to add – and I know you're talking about the jerseys. I can tell you that the whole uh, – the this was like the first time they did like the 100% no ticket. Yeah. Terrible. Mess. The, oh, the mobile ticket yeah, was a mess? Ex- extremely terrible. And really? I, mean, I, I know a lot of people talked about it, but it was extremely terrible. Because me and my dad were there, and we were in line. Game started at 7. We were in line 6.30, 6.40. We didn't get through line until 7.15. Wow. Now, mind you, we were, I was maneuvering, and it was still, I was just like, this is ridiculous. Wow. Ridiculous. And they probably didn't upgrade their Wi-Fi and all those things are digital and everyone's got to pull it up. <laughs> it, was, it was bad, man. And, I mean, I had mine right there. I was sitting there. And it was people moving out of line and trying to, like, did wait. You have, did you have it, like, through the app or through the Apple wallet? Well, I had it, I had it through the wallet. And it was wallet. fine. Like, they had no issues with it once I got there. But it was just, like, the pace of it. People just they had to train them up. I mean, it's one of those things, I guess, like, you can train so much. But until you get the live people, you got to keep moving. Yeah. And I think a lot – I mean, it, it wasn't like it was, like, extremely packed because it was a preseason. Yeah. It wasn't a reg- wasn't – they better get it corrected by the regular home got, season, yeah, the home games. Yeah. yeah, they got three weeks to get this corrected. So, um, but, yeah, like, you can go back to the – See, no, I, I remember – it's funny because we used to work for our fraternity. We would work at the tank games at Virginia Tech, scanning tickets in for mm-hmm. their football team to make money for our fraternity and so we could throw parties and stuff, right? Because yeah. we had a fraternity chapter there. We could stay with them that night, party with them, and then we'd get up and scan tickets. And they let us in free for the games yeah. afterwards. Why not? And I know, like, they were like, okay, when tickets come in and you get the boot, the different sound, like someone's scamming you, you got to call. Well, at that time, we were going to take 100,000 people. I'm not stopping nobody. But, I'm not yeah. stopping any drunk story or any drunk guy being like, you can't come in. If I don't hear the noise, just get in there. When you get in, you figure out if you can't get in trouble or not. It's not my – oh, no, it worked for me well. But for an NFL game, yeah. they got to be a little yeah. more strict. You know, it's not, a, it's not a student section where you can sneak around to and stuff. So, But it's going to be it's gonna be interesting how, like, a lot of those – not only necessarily scammers, but, like, those people that do, like, sell tickets, like, in the front. They have, like, the regular ticket. Yeah. Now, granted, they can mobilely say, hey, I'll email it to you or yeah. I'll do this to you. But I feel like to some degree that's an inconvenience because like people are gonna be like, oh, I don't know, yeah, because you well, got I emails. Trust that as much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not people like mean, no way. Versus you seeing the ticket in your hand, it's like yeah. okay, I can grab. But they're it. trying to get past the all the the bootlegs. Yeah, yeah. some people got scalped. Got, got go to the game and it's someone who printed some on the custom paper and then you're screwed out of that too. So yeah, it'll be a learning curve. But but now back to the juries. I'm interested to see. We've only seen the white. Mm-hmm. I want to see what the black and the blue look like. But I am. I just. I'm close to wanting to tweet my picture if I catch it again with the small ones to depend and be like, can somebody answer for this? Why does Christian McCaffrey's 22 so much smaller than 
Greg Olson's 88. And I understand Christian's a smaller guy, but all it should be it's a uniform. Everything should, should be, be the exact, same yeah. and proportion wise on the jerseys and they should fit, you know, and yeah. and they've always looked like that. And now it's not looking like that. And it looks silly. It looks like it looks like again, it looks like a Pop Warner team where you could only sizes one through nineteen were smalls and mediums. Yep. Twenty through thirty-nine were larges and extra larges. And the other, you know what I'm saying? And that's why the, and then the numbers were smaller because of the sizes. And it was like you got it from the you're trying to save money, so you got it from the bootleg man yep. down the street. And, but. So so my question to you is, is, as much as you want to do it, do you think somebody's already said something? I hope. But, no, <laughs> yeah. but every, like you said, no one has seen it. I mean, I hope somebody who's getting paid, I'm hoping a, a, somebody on the staff, somebody who's paid to look at these things is at least saying, yo, and trying to get this adjusted. As they're making them like, hey, y'all sure this is going to look right? But, you know, there's that one person, oh, no one will notice. Because there's all, that's, how do you think these things happen? Because someone's like, oh, no one will notice. So okay, I'm gonna give it. I want, I want to see the other color jerseys, and then I want to also see maybe do they switch something in the regular season? Maybe they're just trying these out for that's, the preseason. So that's why, like I said, I don't want to. I just, I just want to point it out and make it known. But if something starts out, then I'll be like, look, this, this looks foolish because I've been paying attention to other teams' jerseys, and I don't see any other teams with smaller numbers and larger numbers. Do and they? It, are they doing the same thing that we're doing? No, with the number I mean, on the top of the. Yeah, I mean, yeah, most teams have numbers on the top. And numbers on the back and numbers on the okay, front. Okay, I mean, okay, okay. A lot. I'm pretty sure about every team. I think that might be NFL regulation where you have to have front shoulders and back. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure if the shoulders was. Uh, yeah, no. I think I think NFL keeps. There's a couple regulations, and then you can alter that. But yeah. So, but play wise, I mean, we got no backup QB. Fluker's trash. Will Greer is not who we we thought he was. Right now, he could develop, but I'm more concerned. I think Gano's more hurt than we think. Yeah, possibly. What's what's his diagnosis that he's hurt? They said he's got a camp leg, sore leg, but he hasn't. He's not going to kick Thursday. He hasn't kicked. All, he hasn't kicked all preseason. Yeah, it was he hasn't like kicked our camp. Couple weeks of training camp. Yeah. yeah. I like this slot kid. Yeah, he's got a good story. He does. He does great. And, and so, so I'm starting to put this this story together. After that first preseason game, or maybe, yeah, because we just had the second one, my cousin was texting me and saying, hey, we're, and he lives in D- Washington, D.C., hey, we're coming up, we want to come up for the Redskins game on December 1st. He knows the sl- one of the Sly Kids' brothers. Okay. He's like, I'm friends with his brother, we want to see him kick. And at the time, I'm like, he knows, like, he knows the starting kicker. Why would he be like, why would they want to, and this December 1st is that game, why would they be coming up? Mm-hmm. So, does the brother know something? Has Sly been told something? Like, hey. What? Well, well, see, the thing is, is worst case, he's practice squad. But the thing is, he's got to clear waivers. Yeah. Because after waivers, I mean, somebody did this. But what I'm saying is, did, did they tell him, like, hey, we're going to keep this mum and maybe, but we might have to put Gano on the IR? And after Publis, eight weeks. What, that's six weeks? Whoa, whoa. Eight weeks. IR designated to return is eight weeks, right? Yeah. So Pup is six. And they can't put it, you don't really put anybody on IR to designate to return until after the first roster cuts or whatever, which would be after the fourth preseason game. This is just adding the my story up. Again, all this, Gano could be kicking week one and we're not talking about anything, but I just think it's very interesting that usually, I know it's preseason and they don't have to play, but you still want your players to get live action reps. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess if there's one player you're not that concerned about, it's your kicker, but even still... Yeah, there's a little bit of pressure. I mean, yeah. you, you want to show out for your fans. You don't yeah. want to suck on television. I mean, yeah. you want to put them on there. But see, my thing is, is he? If he's, I, I, I can see where you're going with yeah. that. He could know something, but at the same time, he's also, he still got to perform because at any point, well, they, absolutely. You know, so yeah. I mean, you know, I, I don't. Yeah, he know. still got to perform, but I'm thinking, why would? His, and again, they could have just been having some beverages, been a little drunk, thinking, okay, he's going to, and not knowing if they live in D.C., they're probably not as in tune with the Panthers as we are. Yeah. Thinking, wait, Gano's out, he's good, you know, why, you know. They think he's going to be back. Exactly. Yeah. That, that could be it, too. I mean, but, we've had three kickers before. Exactly. We've had a kickoff I mean, special. we ended last <laughs> year. Yeah, we did that for two years. Yeah, we did. Yeah, for, yeah we had a kickoff. Uh, and I mean, granted, he booted it through the end zone. Yeah, Reese Lloyd. Yeah, Reese Lloyd. Yeah, Yeah. 
But it was like, what the heck are we doing with three kickers? kickers yeah. I mean, I'd rather have a, a fourth-string running back that can play special yeah. teams. But well, and we ended with Cadenzaro, who just retired as our kicker last year because Gano was on IR. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, again, did he retire? Yeah, he retired like two weeks ago, and then the Jets. He just said, gave the Jets, and I'm done with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Call me it, when they widen the goal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it just makes me think like. And Rivera's played coy with injuries because right now he doesn't necessarily have to be specific with an injury. Right. Because there's no official games. Right. Yeah. And True. last year we played coy with Cam's shoulder, rightfully so, to try to keep it going. Yeah. We've played coy with Luke Keekley's stuff because he's a coach, he's a player, he doesn't want to give all the stuff. It just seems like there's like there's something more, there's to, more to it than game. just I'm resting his leg. Because he's not kicking in practice. It's like if he was kicking in practice. And then they're like, I don't want him to kick in games. Okay. He hasn't really kicked that the reporters have said in weeks. Wow. And you're just going to trot the man out there week one without – like, again. He's miss everything. Again, he could kick in another week, and then it's this – we're just sitting here talking hot air, but this is what – you know, I just think it's interesting. Have they said whether he's kicking Thursday or not? No, he's not. He's not. They said he's they out. Said. That's what I'm saying. Hey. And, this and everybody's the, playing Thursday. That's why, to me, it, it per- piqued my interest because I'm like, wait, this is the game, like, they're starting. Cam, Keekley, Christian, like. Well, I'll tell you, when I saw Sly, because I didn't really know who he was, Virginia Tech. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when I saw him out there, he was wearing that number four. Uh, I know. I was saying, my, my heart started pumping a little bit. I was like, ooh, so I was out of bounds. Yeah. Yeah. Super Bowl. We wouldn't have gotten there without him, but. Man, that, that was a tough play. Dude, but, yeah, I saw that number four on a kicker, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Kicker's a kicker, but number Maybe four he'll on switch a that coming season. Yeah. Dude, ooh, that, that's nah, I'm, I'm cool with it. I always think it's – I'm not as big into the number thing. Like, I know some people are like, some zungers are sacred and this, that, and the third. I mean, look at the Raiders. They just gave John Abram their first-round pick 24. And Charles Woodson, to me, was better, is better oh, than any Panther Charles we've Woodson ever had. Yeah. I mean – Michael Irvin gave up his 88. Uh, Terrell Davis gave up his number. That's Hall of Fame players were saying. And I know people are like, oh, we can't. Somebody eventually can wear 89. Like, it's okay. Someone can wear four. Like, it's fine. It's okay. Like, that doesn't bother me as much. And plus, I don't have the same thing because Casey still kicked that ball out of bounds Super Bowl, so I don't have it. And (laughs) like I said, we've had the debate about Steve Smith. I think Steve Smith is one of the greatest Panthers of all time. But I still think he did go and play for the Ravens. I mean, we cut him. He he left here burning a lot of bridges. I think it's okay if somebody wears a jersey. No one wants that voodoo on him yet. He talked probably, a lot of smack about exactly. Him. So yeah, would, would you be okay with someone wearing ninety? Yeah. What about they, they gave it to Frank Alexander when Peppers left. Seventeen yeah, Funches is more than that. Yeah, 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 that, that, that. But see, would, I don't think anybody else other than Campbell would one though. One is such a I, no. I see. I, well, yeah, it depends on what happens. He goes and plays for the Falcons for yeah. five years. I mean, that's, that's true. Screw number one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. yeah, that's true. And I think it also just to and, and to me, one is such an odd number that hasn't could, been worn a lot. But see, he couldn't get number two when he got drafted by us. Because Clawson, Clawson, had, Clawson had it. And so, at the time, number seven, which what Clawson wanted was Jason Baker, the punter, had that. And then after, so the, what number is untouchable for the Panthers? I would have said Ryan Khalil, but now he plays for the Fifty-one is retired. Yeah, but I'm saying if they, I mean if they're besides fifty-one, Cam may be the next one. He might be. Yeah, I I think one is more untouchable than eighty-nine. Yes. Yeah. Yes. True. Yeah. Yeah. Only because he went to the if he had just kept his mouth shut. Yes. Yes. Done. If he had gotten cut and said. Hey, and just went to the Ravens and didn't do the like stomp on your piss on your grave. Yeah, I'd have you know that'd have been fine. Yeah. This is a business. Yeah, now you would have felt bad for Steve. Yes, exactly. Steve kind of talked his way out of us feeling bad. For exactly, him. Yeah, exactly. Same <laughs> thing. Yeah. Still loved him, but it was like okay, whatever. Yeah. You're a Raven. Now. Yeah, it was the crazy ex where you thought you were breaking yeah, up mutually, exactly. but then all of a sudden you hear that she's talking shit about you, and you're like, wait a second, what? I <laughs> thought we was at least cool. Like, we both wanted. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. exactly right. So that yeah. To me, one, but one to me is a number we haven't seen a lot. You know what I mean? Nah, on, on that side, you know, one. like kickers wear a lot of one, and then Warren Moon was the only really quarterback. They were one, yeah. was, did Jeff George wear one? I think he did. This was it, but he played for a bazillion teams. But yeah, but I, I, yeah, you, you're right. Not too many people wear one. I but think I think a lot of people are. Cam's the only one that wears one now, isn't it? No, Kyler Murray's wearing one. Oh, he's wearing isn't one. he? 
Yeah, yeah Murray is my one. Yep. That's right. That's right. But he came kind of brought the one back yeah. for quarterbacks. Yeah, because not too many people. No. No. And if you're seeing, like I said, it's funny if you watch high school and college tape, kids wearing one at quarterback is because of Cam. And they were wearing two. And Manziel wore two because Cam wore two. You know, like it's it's wild how that cool. can go through number-wise. Yeah, you wear because because of that. Yeah. The reach, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Now people are wearing one. But yes. to me, let's you know, preseason struggles-wise, I mean, if Cam goes down, if Luke goes down, McCaffrey goes down, I mean, it's a whole new staff next year. That's crazy. Because – the backup linebackers look like straight garbage. <laughs> I hope Scarlett showed a little bit of hope. Scarlett showed some Bonifon, Bonifon showed some hope. I, I mean, even, he, even Holyfield. I like yeah, Holyfield. I like Holyfield. I do. I like Holyfield. I don't know if he's a uh, every down starting caliber back at this point, but I like Holyfield. But we need somebody to back up Christian McCaffrey better than Captain or better Jim than. Cameron Artis-Pain. I'm done with Artis Payne. Yeah, so I, I, if you're I, on the team for five I years, you don't get paid time. Yeah. I feel like, and know. I feel like what Artis Payne brings is the same thing Holyfield would bring. Yeah, and Holyfield is Holyfield uh, probably is a little little more. The only yeah. the only thing that I would give Cameron Artis Payne is he can he can do the return game. Yeah, yeah. That's that's it. I mean, the God's honest truth is the backup's going to be whoever pass blocks best. That's true. I mean, really, because yeah. when McCaffrey's on the field. I mean, he's someone's going to have to block for him. Uh, you know, and and Rivera said this year we're not going to take McCaffrey's touches, but we're going to take his plays. So, which is confusing in itself. But yeah, they're basically saying we need somebody that can pass block so we can take McCaffrey off the field and not waste his reps on pass blocking right. or, or, or run blocking or anything yeah. like that for somebody else. So yeah. really, it comes down to who's the backup that can take reps from McCaffrey. Reps as in who's going to block best. But the sad sure. part is you're tipping your head. It's like, okay, so regardless when McCaffrey's in the game, you know he's either getting the ball or he's going to – he's always an option. It's right. never like he's going to sit there and pass block. That's yeah. why it would, to me it would have been interesting if they could get a guy similar to his skill set. So if you did take him out of the game, he still – you would still have to kind of scheme a towards – okay. yeah. yeah. They took McCaffrey out. All right, we know it ain't going to be a, a wheel pass or an in or whatever it is. Artis Payne's not going out for a pass. No. If he does, and if that's he catches it, he deserves it. And that, he's not going to be – And what kills me with Artis Payne, like he's a 28-year-old running back that came in the league at 24. He had his chance to be a starter during a couple years ago. He didn't exactly. – no one – he doesn't strike fear in any opponent. No. But they still keep hanging on. So, to me, I'd rather see a Bonifon – be kept a scarlet, a holy field, at least a little bit of unknown, something new that we don't know about. Because, I mean, you can cut Artis Payne, and no one's going to pick him up. No, no. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's it's just one of those guys that I think Rivera has a soft spot for for some reason, and he, you know, he's 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 a clean player. Yeah, Not yeah, he's a, yeah. That's true. He's a clean player. You know what? Yep. He doesn't bitch if he doesn't get a jersey. He doesn't yep. moan when he has to play kick return or punt return or punt he, block. He's going to do his job. He does whatever, know. and that's and, and there's nothing wrong with those no, type players. No, no. But at some point. And I mean, and, he, and you're in the last year. Like you got to figure out what you're gonna do. It's yeah. gonna sink or swim for yeah. Rivera this year. Yes. So at some point, you got to put the best players out there, and you got to put the best people in position. You know. So if that means you got to cut him, and you can go with a younger Holyfield who's gonna give you the same thing yeah. and make you even more fight, just because of the simple fact that he's coming from. And he's a, 21, 22. Exactly. Yeah. So he's got younger legs than yeah. a 28 year old. Yeah. And at some point, I mean, it's gonna come down to money too. I mean, yeah. how expensive is artist paying compared yeah. to some kid who's. Happy with whatever the heck he yeah, gets. Because Holyfield's yeah. undrafted. So it's like he's playing off of what? Yeah. His rookie, like a rookie minimum and incentive. Yeah. So it's like yeah. if you don't play him, it's okay. I mean, artist paying, you got to pay him a million or whatever it is you got to pay yeah. him. So. No, yeah, it, it, like I said, it'll be interesting how it how they shake up. But it's worried about the backup QB. I think the Eagles watched the Panthers play on Thursday night and said they immediately Friday morning called Josh McCown up and got him out of retirement because <laughs> Will Greer play like doo-doo, Kyle Allen play like doo-doo, Heineke play like he should. I like Heineke. I like Heineke, but like he's not Heineke. He's not a bad – he's a, he's he's a, a practice four-string guy. Yeah, that like, yeah. he, you know, he just doesn't have the arm strength. He doesn't nah, have the build or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a third-string guy or a yeah. camp arm or whatever. Yeah. No, I love his story and all that kind of stuff, but he's just not going to be your NFL star quarterback. And Kyle but, Allen and Will Greer, you can make them interchange. Yes. Now, granted, Kyle Allen plays and a little bit And see, that's better. what I think. Either, either, this is either what they got to do. Unless Kyle Allen comes out and balls out of his mind and whatever time he gets Thursday and then the fourth preseason game or whatever. But if they both stink it up again, to me, you cut Kyle Allen. You got to keep Will Greer because he's the 
third open. He's yeah, a third yeah, round. You could he's, have yeah, he's, hope, he's staying on the team regardless. Yeah. Unless somehow he throws a four pick game in the preseason where you can keep on your practice squad and don't want to pick him up. But quarterbacks. Well, people, well, I mean, Peterman's still got a job. So, I mean, <laughs> quarterbacks keep getting jobs regardless. Whatever. Matt Barkley still has a job. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, if, if they both stink it up, I think Greer stays, but he just. I think you got to go out and try to find somewhat of a Josh McCown type guy right. who's had some experience, Ryan Fitzpatrick type, to where you would feel Derek Anderson type, to where if, if Cam had to miss two games, you wouldn't necessarily feel the huge drop off. Because right now, if Cam misses games and Kyle Allen or Will Greer come in, it's it. I mean, I, you see, he's about to get thirty touch, forty touches, <laughs> and he's going to be throwing the ball again and all that stuff. So that's what makes me nervous, but. Yeah, and I, and I was hoping I was going to see more out of Will Greer. Yeah, but like I'm just sitting in there in the stands. I'm just watching. I'm like, okay, he made one play, one play. The next play was a pick six. I he's like, Brandon Weed. I was like, Phew. he's Brandon Weed. Wow. Weed came out at 28 years old. Again, that's I'm telling you, it's something Will to look Greer's at. 28? And no, it was 24. Oh, but there's something to look at. Same thing. Chris Winkie came out when he was like 25. Yeah, he was. Went, and Will Greer. Got held back at high school. He went to prep school. That's why he was. Yeah, and, and he so transferred. transferred so, There's something to say about when older quarterbacks come. Tom Savage, mm-hmm. when they come out, it's you don't have as much time, and they should. If they're not lighting it, lighting it on fire, you. It's a. It's just because at, there's at a reason point, it took them so long to get there. Exactly, and then at some point, like they're they're. They cap off. Like yeah. I mean, at, you're 24, 25. But, like like that window. Yeah, well, we'll think about this too. Chris Winkie went back and played at Florida State, won a Heisman. But imagine this. He was a starting quarterback playing against 18-year-olds, and he was like 25. Do you know how much smarter you are at 25 than you're 18, 19? Oh, yeah. That your body grows in the weight room and stuff? Just just imagine imagine playing high school – well, not high school. Playing – yeah. Imagine even in high school, if you're like 21, playing against 16, 17-year-olds. That's the equivalent of when you're in college. It's like – your body, like you understand. So he things. was twenty four, and he bought out at West Virginia. But again, yeah. most of the time they didn't play a lot of big, big game, big schools. True, he was playing against a lot of nineteen, twenty year olds, yeah. eighteen year olds. So it, it was we'll spread see. offense too. So it wasn't the same thing. Like it was run and shoot. Exactly. Hopefully, yeah. he be serviceable. We'll see. But if they bomb it out, they got to try to at least find something. But again, it's it's Rivera. It's their last little rodeo here. If I don't think if they don't miss if they miss the playoffs this time, it could be a whole shakeup. But so is that what keeps them? It's playoffs. Just playoffs. playoffs get some one more year. If, no, if, if they go, if playoffs they stumble, yeah. if they stumble into the playoffs, it's like they did two years ago against New Orleans, where yeah. if they would have won, we would have been able to go out to LA. We would have beat LA, whatever, whatever. But no, we lost. So then we had to play in New Orleans instead of, and then Atlanta got to go out to LA and play yeah. the brand new Rams, who are the shitty stadium. If we stumble in and have and, and lose in a similar fashion where Kaitlyn Clay's dropping passes because the roster wasn't built, we didn't have enough depth someplace, Cam gets hurt, and Kyle Allen's got to start some games, or Will Greer's got to end That's where I could see him clean the house and be like, look, you had time, you did your thing. Yeah. You yeah. had a chance, and it's yeah. time to. So if we roll into the playoffs strong. If we win, I still don't feel like that saves them. I, th- I think NFC Championship saves yes. So if he gets him for how much, how, how much longer? I think they get some three years. Two, yeah, two or three years. Yeah. If he gets an NFC Championship game and they lose in a fashion of like 24-20 or something, yeah. now if we not get, a 44-0. If we get blown out, then he might get a yeah. one-year deal. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like that doesn't seem like the most patient man on the planet. Yeah. So, no, and, uh, that's, that's why I feel like he has got to be NFC Championship. Yeah. That's it. And Especially because this is one on, on paper as starting 22 – it's one of the most talented rosters we've had. Oh, yeah. But I think it might be the best. Insane. It's going to, but it's Trey Boston coming in, it was like solidified everything yeah. to me. It's, it's got a, the only thing I wish they would have taken Will Greer, they could have taken a safety there, but that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. All right. And, and then, like I said, you know, whatever. Because to me, if, if Will Greer and Kyle Allen are the same, what? You know who it would have been? What about Garrett Gilbert? He's balling out there for He's, the Cleveland. That's what I was like, like yo, like, we had him. We, we, just, we just kept him. We had none of this shenanigans. We we developed him for like three years and then just let and him. That, and that's the one thing that kind of worries me. It's just like, okay, how do you have a guy? Because in my mind, when we drafted Will Greer, I was like, how much better is he than Kyle Allen? Yes, and, I, and exactly. at that point, I was like, barring injury at the end of the season, Kyle Allen was playing really yeah, well. Yeah. 
Say what I mean. That's why he blew out his shoulder. He was playing that. We weren't playing that either. That's why we gave him a hometown discount. Yeah, it it was a good story, and we played into it a little bit. That's why I think I wish they would have kept Kyle Allen. That's fine. Sign Heineke again. Camp arm. Got a Tyrod Taylor. Got a Ryan Fitzpatrick. Got somebody to then you have a veteran guy. Where it's like, okay, now Kyle, if you want to jump this guy, that's a true competition. Yes. That's yes. a true backup yes. competition. Savvy a young, unproven guy and a savvy vet. Yeah. Because to me, if you're Kyle Allen or if you're Will Greer, Will Greer's going, shit. I was a third round pick. They ain't cutting my yes. ass. I'm yes. a hometown kid. They're not cutting my ass yes. for at least a year. Yeah. Unless I at go least. out and, you know, get in a car accident, get popped with some kind of coke, you oh, know, whatever. Crazy. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. He's I, at I least got that. a year. He's got at least a year and a half, at least another training camp, whatever. Yeah. So, to me, he's already, attitude-wise, he's like, okay, whatever. And then Kyle Allen's thinking, well, this guy's like a scrub anyway. He's, I don't think they're pushing each other that much. And it shows out there on the field. They're, they don't, it doesn't seem like they feel any pressure. Sure. They seem like they're comfortable. Yeah. You know? and Because Heineke, he's not pushing anybody. And, and he no. understands. He understands this is his last rodeo anyway. Yes. He's just going to do the best he can. Yep. I mean, if he makes his numbers, it's cool. He's probably saving his money. So, he's yeah. Good. Yeah, he'll go coach at Old Dominion and all that stuff. <laughs> but all right, Josh, right to your left on that table, there's a notebook. Yeah, that is the Warehouse Distillery Escape 109 notebook. It's got a whole bunch of random questions in it. Find a question that's not checkmark. You ask it. Everybody, including yourself in the room, will answer it. If there's a name next to it, read the name so I can tag that person in it. But it's just you get to choose while you're looking through those. We'll do a little house housekeeping. Our Yahoo Pick'em League, make sure you get into that. It's on Yahoo, as I just said. The ID is 1926. The password is Beards with a capital B. And if you just go to the Yahoo Fantasy Football Sports page and then click to, like, join league or pro, pro Pick'em, join a league, and then enter all that information I just said, the first NFL game is September 5th. You will get to drop your lowest score of a week. So even if you miss week one, you can keep going. And that's that. Our Survivor Fantasy game, Survivor starts September 25th. So if you want in on that, let us know. We do our Survivor podcast September 24th, but you can get your rosters in up until uh, Survivor starts at like 8 p.m. that night on the 25th. So there's that. And then while he's also looking, y'all saw the chicken sandwich debate. Yeah, I saw Popeyes the Popeyes and chicken. chicken yeah, filet. I haven't. I haven't no. tried. Like, I mean, I haven't tried the Popeyes. Popeyes. One. So that's my thing is I haven't tried the Popeyes, and a spicy chicken Chick Fil A to me is one of the greatest sandwiches of all time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it's pretty good. Uh, Outside of the number one, like the yeah, the but this has chicken. jumped over the regular. Chicken. Yeah, yeah, it does. I it like does. to throw my tomato, and my pepper jack cheese on there. And yeah, alternate dipping between the Chick Fil A sauce and the Polynesian. Just give me the Polynesian. <laughs> They're both. Uh, see, I, I like the Chick Fil A sauce. Really, I'm I Polynesian. Like, guy. I like to alternate back. Polynesian, yeah, yeah. And I always get a couple extra sauces to bring home with me for any leftovers. Yeah. Like oh. if you cook some chicken up, you bring some leftovers the next day. You throw some Polynesian or Chick Fil A sauce on it. Yep, Polynesian can go to anything. I yes. put Polynesian True. on in fries. Like, yeah. I, I, oh, oh, that's what I do. That's yeah. it. Yeah. When I get my sandwich, <laughs> I get it out and I pull open a Chick Fil A. I pull open a Polynesian and then I dip a little here, dip a little there, dip some fries right. in there. Oh man. So, yeah, I haven't tried the Popeyes yet, but the only Popeyes around us is the one in Concord Mills. Yeah. Where's, is there another one I'm missing? No, that I know of. No, because the and one. That's the issue. That's not the that one. I would have paid attention to. Exactly. Yeah. Nah, nah, I could that's... drive by Popeyes seven times in a row and wouldn't notice it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the only one that I can think of. But it's not. Got I still to... haven't even been to the one in Concord Mills. I haven't either. It's, but it's piqued my interest. I need to go out and try it just it's, to know. Well, well what you, this is what you should do. Wally, I'm sure you got a question. Yeah. yeah. Go to the Popeyes, and then as you're coming back through, stop at the Krispy Kreme. Yeah, I mean, My wife and I went to the Krispy Kreme that opening weekend at places. Oh. They did their first night, the Friday night they opened, or Thursday night or whatever. Actually, I think it was a Tuesday night. They did $32,000 in sales. Wow. I have no idea. Opening doubt. day. Opening day. Oh, they're still wrapped around the building. Oh, yeah. They are. Because the thing is, is the only closest, the next the closest, closest one's Gaston. Gaston. No, no, no. Don't they have one? Sharon, uh, Sharon Amity. Sharon Amity. Yes, that's but it. literally, uh, from my house here in Charlotte, Gastonia is like 0. .4 miles closer. And it's a better That's the one in Sharon Amity? Yeah. Wow. So, the Concord is. I would go to the one in Gastonia when I would get stuff. 
But now it's one of Concord is the way to go. Yeah, and it does. Yeah. It has it. You can create your own donut. Yes. So what? You don't, yeah, you can. Do yeah. Oh man, this is man. Yeah, it's it's a it's a cool it's kind of like duck donuts. Yes. From what I hear. Yes. Yeah. But wow. it's still crispy cream. So the hot wow. now. And I love yeah. duck donuts. Oh it's yeah. The only donut I've ever said is comparable to crispy cream. Yeah. So. Wow. Oh man, you, you gotta, you gotta go get up there. But you yeah. gotta go at the right time. Don't go in the afternoons. So you might. You, you only, you, you, to me, the best time to go crispy is when the hot now lights on. Yeah, but see the hot. Sign on, it's like it's weird. Like they got weird times. It's like when it like. That's why you get you get the app. If you get the Krispy Kreme app, you that's scary, in. man. No, that's that's scary, man. It'll tell you when the hot, the hot now light is on. They just really? added thousands of calories into my yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you save yourself time. You pop it and go, oh, okay, it's, it's on here, it's on there, it's not on here. That Alert, you know, like yeah. that's bad. Wow, that you get the bad. rewards points where if you spit, you it's similar Chick Fil A. You buy stuff, and then like at a certain point, you can cash out with a free dozen. You know, free ice or yeah, because they have ice cream stuff now too. So free well, whatever drink. Coffee. I gotta say that that Chick Fil A app. It used to be that coupons. It didn't matter if it was like a 2010 coupon. Yeah. You could bring that thing in and use it. Yeah. And now they take it off your app. Oh yeah, Man, it makes me so mad. Yeah, yeah. I gotta so use mad. it a certain amount of time. Oh, yeah, that's... I don't like that. I like to go into Chick Fil A and just hand the coupon, and it's yeah. like, oh, this is ten years expired. Here's your free sandwich. Yeah. Uh, that's frustrating. <laughs> that right, what you got? So like you know I got two here, just in case. What, okay. What's the initial meaning of? Oh, BN, Brittany McKinney, back to back in a week. So that, that's the question. That's her, yeah. Boy, that's I the person who put in there. Brittany right, McKinney, cool. yeah. What is your dream job if money didn't matter? Dream job if money didn't matter. What you got? Oh, that's easy, man. Yeah. Oh, easy. Dude, perfect. Oh, that is yeah. the best Maybe. job yeah. in the world. And take the money away. It doesn't matter. What is it? If you could pay me Do my perfect. same salary. Do perfect? You know those Do guys that go around to trick shots? Do trick shots? Oh, you no. hang out with your friends oh, yeah. all day long? Look, hey, trick look them up on YouTube. Yeah. They're insane. Oh, oh, oh they, like, they'll be like standing on top of a building and just yes. throwing yes. so so them yeah. 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 That's the greatest job in the world. I don't know if that counts as a job. They can no, do it, I guess, but... Dude, I've said that for years. Just hang out with my friends and do stupid crap all the time. Throw a frisbee, yeah. like make it hit the ground and go into basketball. My, mine would almost be like, so we do these brew reviews and stuff. Mine would almost be like if I could travel around and hit different places, breweries, venues, and just kind of write about it, experience it, and all. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. shoot videos about it and all that kind of stuff. And I know that is possible, but. That's a hard scraping, <laughs> trying yeah, to, you know what I'm saying, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, but if you, you eliminate funny. money, you eliminate exactly. all that. Like, like, to me, if, if, if so the question also, you kind of, if you won a lottery, you could do whatever the hell you want to do. You do that, like, money that, matter. that to me would be to travel and just, and just like video edit and post just cool stuff, like hit different breweries, may it be even different national parks, different places, hot spots, all that kind of stuff. A lot of cool places. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Use what you got, because I'm still thinking. Nah, those those are two good ones right there. Go ahead and check that one off too. There's some pins over there. Yeah, and then you have to add you one at the once the podcast is over. Money didn't matter. Would it be the dream job? Oh, if only money didn't matter. I'd buy with just money, not matter. Yeah, yeah, right. Screw right. your dream job. If money didn't matter, I just be nice. That's hard. That's a tough one. You don't want to pick, like, you don't want to pick, like, a normal job. Well, but I mean, you could. I mean, you could. I mean, your, your dream job could be working yeah. with Panther. Yeah. It, like, it, that's I mean, you mean. can say your dream job could be an athlete, a professional athlete. Yeah. Or, yeah. It, Eliminating it, the money. Like, you, yeah. you could, yeah. Just, yeah, whatever you like doing, you don't have to worry about money. bills and money. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, if you win the lottery yeah. and you still worked, what would you do? What would I do if yeah. I still would you worked? Do? Yeah, like if you like, because eventually you, eventually you're just gonna get bored, and yeah, you might just want to like yeah, be alive. Which is why it's, to his degree, he Travel. was just like, I would go to every brewery yeah. across the country. Yeah. Like, I mean, you Travel. would go. I mean, I mean, and that would be ideal. Like, I mean, yeah, that'd be cool, man. You hit, you try to hit it. Nice. But see, but see, but see, just travel is not enough in the answer because to me. Like I was adding in, I would like be posting. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just like, traveling is not really. It'd be like writing a blog, yeah, doing yeah, video posts, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Travel would be yeah. If you win a million dollars and you didn't want to work, what would you do first? Travel, travel would be, yeah, but, yeah, of course. Hmm. It wouldn't be like working on cars, owning your own car shop. Thought about that, but then that would basically be 
working for yourself again. Yeah, but that, I mean, that'd be a dream job. But like, I mean, and then you wouldn't have to worry about said, throw money out of it. Throw, I mean, you throw money out of it, you work for yourself and have the top notch job. Yeah, there you go. Everybody if that's what you want, not to put work. No, no, that that would be honestly that would be all right. Money didn't matter. Just have a top notch body shop, okay. non non mechanic shop because. Okay. I can't do that mechanic shit. <laughs> All right. And it would be a, like a top-notch. Body shot? Body shot. All right. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, top-notch shit. Okay. Um, so, as you know, we talked about, like, how I used to have well, a podcast. And I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, if I could, to some degree, similar to you, travel, and I would sit and just do podcasts with, you know, the people that I did the podcast with yeah. and whatnot. But I would want to do, like, all famous people yeah like so it would be no hose bar it would be athletes it'd be celebrities it'd be comedians and really just talk to them like because i know there's a lot of like famous people that have their own podcasts and they're able to have others other famous people on but yeah. like i would just be a normal joe and just have questions and just talk to them about what it's that. like to be a celebrity yeah well, like, like that would be my question like so what was it like like i would sit like if i could sit and interview like kimball and be like hey so what was it like playing your first game here with the Bobcats and then the Hornets. Or ask Cam, so, like, what's it like being the face of a franchise? And, yeah. like, you know, what's the difficulties of it, you know? And they just ask certain questions like that. Ask Derek Jeter, so listen, man, like, you gave gifts to every woman that you had relations with. So how did that work out? Like, yeah. you know, like, like just ask stuff like, like, random questions. Yeah. Like, I would love to do that. Celebrities, you know, singers, rappers, all that. Yeah. That would be I'll, it. I'll throw a couple up too, because like I worked in the movie theater for a little bit, and that was pr- actually a fun job, even uh-huh. though you made minimum wage. But stuff like that, like hey, work, working at like a theme park, yeah, even I think like maybe working at like a zoo or something would be fun. I don't know. Like I said, money didn't matter. I, I almost would. Matter. I feel you like a theme park around, would be be pretty cool. Yeah. Because like I mean, you are just traveling, be able to kind of like you know, like you did your brew reviews, yeah. like you can review different theme, theme parks. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be cool too. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure, like, you know, like, as a kid, you had so many different dream jobs. Like, yeah. at one point, I wanted to be the creator of, like, roller coasters. But, like, yeah. I, I didn't, of course. I played roller coaster tycoon. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> you had that one roller coaster that did the loop and had the up and it was supposed to go back down. Yeah. You, you would set that bad boy to, like, 100 slide. miles per hour. Slide <laughs> <off the laughs> you did. You know you did. I'm glad I'm not the only one that yeah. played roller coaster tycoon. Oh, I love roller coaster tycoon. Oh, man. So, yeah, fun. Yeah. you see, he had another question too. No, he was saying, oh, no, I, just case, case, didn't. I didn't know if the initial. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, no, that works. Yeah. I think coaching too. I mean, yeah, I, I enjoy what I do. I, I, I've always said, if if my wife went and got a big job where she made tons of money and I was Joe Schmo, I'd probably still coach. I might not teach anymore, but I'd yeah. still coach. Yeah. Can you do that in North Carolina? That's what I was going to ask. Our school over there, really, they have all campus camp. coaches. Oh, okay. Constantly, they, okay. that's actually the majority of our coaches are all okay. really? all Even right. the head coaches, yeah. Okay. So, all right. And then also it's a charter school, so a little bit I guess, I guess a little bit different than like a public school. It's a, it was a public charter. Oh, public so charter. They're kind of like in the middle. Okay. So okay. They, they get what they can. All right. So. All right, well, that's about our time. Thanks for sliding through. Yeah, Good man, luck with fun. the kid. I'm glad we got you in before the kid because once the kid comes, it'll be real tight for you to try to start squeezing all your schedule together so true that love yeah. to come back it's absolutely fun. yeah yeah we'll try to squeeze you back in at some point and we'll let you settle in with the the newness of that fatherhood first and then we'll holler back at you so. man everybody keeps telling me next time i see you you gonna be a dad <laughs> that's probably the same for us Dang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like when, when my mom says it then i'm gonna know like that it's coming, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's coming. that's next week yeah All right, well, as always, signing off. Until next time, peace.